Five o'clock in Pirate Country, and 94.3 The Game is going to get you home with the P-Man. In five, four, three, two, one. Lock it in, turn it up. It's time for the Patrick Johnson Show on 94.3 The Game. This is the flagship station of the ECU Pirates. Cause mama... That's right. Ain't no coming like a homecoming. Homecoming 21, not only uh, here at ECU, but uh, a little homecoming for uh, for uh, a high school that I know over uh, APA over at Kinston. I've really never been able to go back to one of those, unfortunately. I've usually been working or out of state or uh, working out of state. One of those uh, things was always occurring. Uh, but uh, should be fun over there tonight and uh, should be fun uh, this weekend. Here in Greenville, there's, of course, the homecoming parade tomorrow. The game between ECU and Tulane and our coverage begins at noon with Pirate Game Day Countdown, fueled by Bushlight. Join Terrence Copper and myself uh, for this uh, matchup and the time to kind of knuckle down and get involved in, in the game uh, as ECU will uh, look to uh, get above 500 after the 0-2 start. But more importantly, get out to the one and zero beginning to conference play. They, of course, are playing a very good Tulane team that uh, has had some real tough luck this year. You have to really admire what they have done. Uh, let us uh, delve into the game a little bit. Uh, before we do, uh, guys, producing Ben Byram, the ref, Philip Pilkington. I'm the P man, of course. Uh, we've got for you uh, today a great show. Uh, we're going to hear from Joe Dooley here in just a bit. Pirate basketball starting their practices ahead of the season. The conference schedule announced uh, yesterday, so now the slate has been laid out. And then we've also got uh, got Matt Thomas from Parmalee joining us. They're going to have a little pregame acoustic set inside the Pirate Club uh, section there of the stadium on the uh, south side where we are next to where we're located with our Fort Game Day 2.0, but also they're going to be performing at halftime of the game. So very excited about that. Matt Thomas from Parmalee, they got a new single that'll hit radio beginning on Monday. New album that came out uh, late July, so we'll talk to Matt about uh, that and the uh, uh, the days of uh, Parmalee and their origins as uh, an Eastern North Carolina band, uh, eventually matriculating out to, to Nashville and achieving radio and touring success. Also, we're going to have uh, on the show Todd Light from Aiden Grifton, uh, they've had a lot of games in the month of September uh, postponed because of COVID. So they're playing tonight for the first time in nearly a month. We'll talk to Coach Leip in a bit. Right now, here is today's Pirate Report. And now, Patrick Johnson with today's Pirate Report on the flagship station of the ECU Pirates, 94.3 The Game. One thing that was particularly frustrating to Coach Houston last week were the dead ball penalties in the game. He addressed that this week. Well, that ain't it. Those aren't edge. Those are just lack of discipline. And, you know, we have not had those. My teams traditionally have not had those. We're not going to have those. So, I mean, it's, there's no excuse for them. We got better composure. It hurt our team. Uh, it was dealt with sternly on Sunday. I don't expect to have them this week. Sort of lost of the shuffle late in the game was Surad Ware being ejected, a targeting penalty. So he'll have to sit out the first half of this week's conference game. Coach Houston on, uh, you know, should that targeting rule 
be re-examined by the NCAA and changed? I'll tell you, that, that, that penalty is a frustrating penalty because that, that play is not the intent of the rule. You know, the intent of the rule was to take out the, you know, the dangerous, you know, the, the, the borderline dirty, whatever you want to call them, hits. Um, those plays are not why the rule was intended. And, uh, and we have to change the rule. And I know everybody, you know, is worried about, you know, PR and optics and all that stuff. For plays like that, it's a bad rule, you know. But it is what it is. He misses the first half. Um, you know, we've been rotating a lot of guys and putting them in there. So, you know, the other guys, you know, somebody's got to step up, you know. But uh, that whole group, uh, you know, different guys have been playing better throughout the year. You know, they've continued to play better every week. And so they'll be ready to go, and we'll be glad to have Surad back there in the uh, second half. According to Coach Houston, tomorrow's game comes down to winning the line of scrimmage. Well, I think both both teams are going to want to control the line of scrimmage. I mean, I think that's true. But now they've been they've been throwing it around a good bit, and you know some of the scores in the games may have dictated some of that. But uh, you know, Coach Fritz is you know he's got you know like I say he's got a similar philosophy to me that you know we, we want to be able to control the line of scrimmage, run the football, throw the football too. We want to be very balanced. Um, but, you know, it is, it, is, it is going to come down to who can control the front, who can control the line of scrimmage. And how does Michael Pratt, the two-lane quarterback, compare to other signal callers around the league? Well, I mean, it's, I, th- you know, I think Pratt, is, you know, obviously we know him from last year. Uh, I think he's very similar to uh, the quarterback from Marshall. Uh, so I think we've seen a, a quarterback of this style already. Uh, Pratt is a good runner. You know, he's, not, he's not what we faced last week. Um, but, uh, you know, it's – He's one of the better quarterbacks in this league. He's he's what we faced, you know, just about every week in this league. A guy that can really really throw it, is a, is a good runner, um, you know, but is just a really good pocket passer. So you know, our kids are prepared for this game. Today's pirate report is brought to you by Greenville Marine Outdoor, your one stop destination for hunting, fishing, and boating supplies. Farm Bureau Insurance. They believe insurance is more than a product; it's a service. Local agents from right here in your backyard. Greenville Pathology. We are part of the local community. Greenville Pathology, we don't see a specimen. We see you. Also, by Wilson Roads Heating and Air Conditioning, keeping you comfortable since 1961. Pirate Hoops with Joe Dooley still to come. Also, Todd Leip, Aiden Grifton, head coach. But when we return, Matt Thomas, Parmalee. They'll be performing at halftime of tomorrow's ECU Tulane game. More of the Patrick Johnson Show is coming up. What? You want more? All right. On your flagship home of Pirate Basketball. 94.3 The Game at 94.3thegame.com. He's going to go in. Touchdown. The fastest two hours in radio. Fastest two hours in radio. The award-winning Bushlight Pirate Game Day Countdown. With Patrick Johnson and ECU legend Terrence Copper. Counting down to kick off with all the info you need to get ready for game day. Green 54. <laughs> Bushlight Pirate Game Day Countdown. Pirate Game Day Countdown. On 94.3 The Game and 94.3thegame.com. Need $1,000 to $10,000 immediately for a gift for someone special, car repairs, or unexpected expenses? Time Financing Service offers competitive loan rates. Apply online and get your answer in less than an hour in most cases. Then you can pick up the cash at any of our 24 convenient locations. Apply online 24-7 at timefinancing.com. That's timefinancing.com. Time Financing Service. All loan- 
loan is subject to current credit policy of time financing service. One-hour loan approval and same-day cash in most circumstances. Exceptions may apply. Time now for an update from Town Insurance. I've got my friend Jim Clement in the studio with me. Jim, great to see you. What's new at Town Insurance? What's new, Henry, is our growth in this state. We have now exceeded $60 million in revenue with 300 employees over both states, Virginia and North Carolina. But North Carolina, our footprint goes from Corolla down to Wilmington to Kinston, Greenville, Raleigh, and our newest operation in Charlotte. So, Jim, what does that mean for all of your clients and uh, friends in eastern North Carolina? Because of town's massive resources, meaning access to more companies, and markets, we are able to serve all of our clients right here in eastern North Carolina with their personal lines, their commercial lines, their life and health needs, or their small business needs. We continue to hear more and more about town insurance, and uh, it's great to have you in here giving us an update today. How about people who aren't doing business with you right now in eastern North Carolina? What would you say to them? Come to town today. What's the telephone number? 756-8300. Dear past, present, and future football watchers, is back just how you remembered it tailgates with an ice cold pepsi in hand totally back that between play sprint to the fridge for more pepsi is back baby (laughs) i really missed this anyways consider this your official excuse for always putting football watching first courtesy of pepsi that haircut appointment your mom told us you look great so you should probably reschedule seeing the in-laws for the first time in ages it's been so long nope sorry susan not if it's on sunday long story short after the year we've all had we think you could use a little football watching so crack open a pepsi and cheer your football watching face off with love pepsi made for football watching (sighs) that's what i like Hi, this is Billy Parker from Parker's Barbecue. Did you know that we cater? Let us cater your next private event, church gathering, or backyard party. From traditional pig pickings to regular chopped barbecue, Parker's has anything you need. Parker's, where you're always treated like family. Just follow me here. We're doing it for the ground. Check out pics from the PJ Show and more. Plus, pics from around Pirate Nation. 94.3 The Game, now on Instagram. Carolina looks like California, shining like those New York Huge announcement was made a couple days ago, and that is going to be, I, I can't think of this ever happening, in fact. I'm kind of stoked about it. Parmalee is going to be performing at halftime of the uh, homecoming game for ECU against Tulane this weekend. And uh, the Parmalee guys are going to be uh, in town, homecoming for them as well. Matt Thomas with the band. He's been on uh, our show here before, other shows that I've done over the years. He's always gracious with his time. We appreciate it. Uh, uh, welcome home, Matt, in a way. That's kind of cool for you guys. Oh, it's the best, man. Uh, we're, you know, this has been a dream of ours for uh, at least since we got the record deal and moved back out to Nashville to be able to come back home for homecoming and play, uh, you know, on the uh, – for the homecoming game, I mean, yeah, we always you know used to play back in the day. Uh, we'd always just try to get that homecoming date for the night for the nightclubs, you know, right. But to uh, to play the game is going to be uh, you know it's, it's it's great. We're so excited. I was going to say you guys have played homecoming weekend before. You've just played it in uh, you know various clubs <laughs> and bars around town uh, as you guys are making your way up. <laughs> yeah, that was the uh, that was the the best night you could get possibly for making money. <laughs> <laughs> and uh man have some great nights man, yeah homecoming night but i just the energy and just you know being back in town and uh you know this football season and the you know it's just the whole like uh, air about it that i always love this homecoming yeah 
It's always my, my favorite weekend. Of course, you guys, I'm sure, starting out probably played for next to nothing. But, I mean, when you were in that initial starting phase – what was can you, can you remember the the like what was the big payday where you guys thought all right this is it we made it? Well, it started out as all the beer you can drink and all the pigs you can eat. <laughs> that was the standard contract, <laughs> and and you get you know you got a flatbed trailer and a drop cord, and that was about all they, they promised you. But you know that was even before we were legal to drink. You know? <laughs> <laughs> So that was the first contract, you know. Yeah. And then, you know, I, I don't know. Um, I, honestly, when we started um, getting paid uh, to play our own music um, was, was probably, and it, and it started out as either free or $100. Right. You get $100 to come open up with somebody, but you were able to play your songs and, and uh, do your thing and create, you know, who we were eventually. So the yeah. first time we got paid, whether it was $100 to open up for somebody playing, you know, five or six of our songs that we had written, that was pretty much the that was the first big payday, I guess. You know, <laughs> I mean, ultimately, just play music for a living and, and to be able to play your music for a living is yeah. better. You know? I, I always got lucky in broadcasting. From day one, I got to kind of be on the air, and which it doesn't always happen. I yeah. haven't gotten any better, but I, you know, I got to be on the air. And then in day, but from day one, I got paid because you know a lot of instances yeah. when you're getting the foot in the door, you don't get paid anything. And yeah. so yeah. I, I've been a professional since day one. Now that twenty five bucks I would make a gig is about, if you average it out, probably about the same now. But <laughs> but it's you know, so I mean that when you the, the rule is once you get paid, you're a professional. So that's you know that's I the guess deal. so. Yeah, yeah. It, it took us. It probably took us until we got out here to Nashville the first year to before we finally got a paycheck, you know, I got steady you. income on it. But, uh, yeah, yeah. But I mean, I considered, you know, getting paid that first time for doing our own thing. Was no, no, you're right. There. You're a professional <laughs> at that point. I mean, once you get what, what's, what's currency that you could spend, exchange hands, uh, then you're, you're a professional. Uh, there you go. they've been a professional for a long time. A great band, great guys from the East. Uh, our friend, Matt Thomas Parmalee tomorrow, uh, they'll be performing, uh, inside of Daddy Ficklin stadium at halftime. They'll have a little pregame going on, uh, a little pregame get together in the pirate club thing. Uh, and, uh, that'll be taking place before the game, uh, there. And of course we're, we're set up right outside there with our, uh, Fort game day location. Uh, Parmley released a new album late summer, uh, entitled for you and, uh, coming to country radio next week. Take my name is the new single that, uh, will be latest single that'll be released from the, uh, album. Uh, tell me about this, uh, this new album, about four years in between. Yeah, we were, um, well, just the way it come out uh, right before, uh, the pandemic hit, so we had just the way, and, and it started started kind of taking off, and then you know everything got shut down. But we were seeing the momentum behind the song, so that song really carried us all the way through the pandemic with all the mm-hmm. um, just opportunities and you know, just things happening that get added. At, um, country radio XM going number one on several different platforms, and so we knew we were gonna. We just were thinking every day. Uh, what's going to be next behind Just The Way. That was a lot of premise of a lot of the song. And being at home during most of the quarantine, we were just writing a lot. So right. uh, we ended up turning in songs, and, and uh, we were th- thinking that we'll get one song and maybe an EP out of this thing. And uh, we kept turning in songs, and everybody was, was really liking these songs, and then we were having a hard time to pick ones for an EP. So that got upgraded to an album. And uh, we didn't intentionally write for an album, but we had, uh, you know, we had all these great songs that we had written uh mostly over quarantine that so the label was like yeah, just put out an album and, uh, 
if you see the artwork for the album, that's the original uh, Farmer Lee van yeah. trailer yeah. at Wyndham Circle, if you noticed that. <laughs> I did. I remember when you guys put it out and I saw that and I thought, boy, that all kind of looks familiar. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, the funny thing is that we didn't intend on having an album. Yeah. Like I said, we didn't intend, we didn't have the title for you. Uh, for you was one of the first songs we wrote um, as a band with our old producer who was came in as our manager and kind of started this whole new era for us. That was one of the first songs we wrote together. Mm-hmm. We got together in 2010. And then uh, I was just looking at the pictures one day and that picture was just on the refrigerator or something. And I was like, there you go. That's the album cover. It's like, got to keep it real. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Take it back where it came from, you know? Well, sometimes just something like that. I mean, you know, they, these, they, they put all of this research and this thought and this artistic, you know, creation. And sometimes it's just the stuff like that in it, Matt, that just, you know, <laughs> That, that turns out me, I've done all that <laughs> so many of those things like that that at the end of the day you're because you remember album covers that mattered to you and they were like huge and stuff and yeah, sometimes yeah. try to recreate that and it just doesn't matter yeah. the song's really going to speak for what they are more than the cover yeah. these days anyway because it's not a big album or CD most of it uh, we, you know, I'm doing a little TV uh, work football and we had a, a game we did in the Triangle area uh, with Sinclair Broadcasting, and they had this huge thing with uh, Scotty McCreary releasing his album, which I think just went to number one on one of the charts. Uh, yep. And he he was back in his hometown of Garner doing that. You know, how important – I get, you know, maybe a little bit for guys like Scotty and yourself. I mean, he was saying this was the first time that he'd kind of uh, been at home, if you will, uh, for yeah. an album release. He was not in L.A. or New York for once. I know you guys are in Nashville. It's only about an hour flight, I guess, from here to there, but – you know how important is it to just have that connection still to 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 your guys' home roots? Oh man, it's huge. I mean, you know, when we were struggling and um, trying to figure it all out, I mean, that's the people that supported us, and you know, we're begging them to come to the shows and listen to this and check this out, and also, you know, you always have to you remember where you came from, always, and and you know, the the more songs we write, the more traveling we do, the more success we have, we. And the older we get, we also understand um, more where you came from. I'm more interested in where I came from, the history and things. And, mm-hmm. and uh, you you realize that, okay, everybody's not like us back home in Eastern Carolina. These are the things that – these are why we are like we are. This is why we talk like we do. This is why we listen to this kind of music, and that's the stuff we were raised on. And, and you're like – you look at that. I feel like now I look at it more than I did. Because obviously I've been gone longer now, so it's been ten years. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's it's interesting to uh, to, to always get, and, it, and it has a huge part in our uh, in our songs because of the way we talk, the the melodies that we heard constantly growing up, the songs, the uh, the people, the characters, the hard work ethic, all that. I think it it plays in everything we do, so it'll, it'll always be a, a huge uh, part of, of, of everything parmalee.com where you could go uh they've got uh, some dates kicking off in october parmalee does including one in november in north carolina in the ham uh, in hamlet uh and uh, i guess you could make the argument that saturday is kind of the kickoff of this little you know kind of of, of mini tour that you guys are going to go on in a way because it's you know ecu homecoming concert yeah. at halftime so that kind of kicks off the you know you you go for this this is just a warm-up for inevitably the super bowl right yeah, let's go. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Uh, it's cool. It worked out. Yeah, you know, we had a show in Greensboro that kind of it, it was uh, that didn't happen. Yeah, so yeah. We were going to try to make it work out, and then uh, you know we we got it all uh, ironed out. So I'm just I'm 
we're, we're so excited. Matt Thomas Parmalee with us. How, how are you? A couple things spring to mind. I, I wanted to ask you about the writing process. How, how, is, how are the songs you're writing now different than the songs you were writing? Where, how have you evolved and how's the band evolved? I think it, I think it always evolves. Um, you know, we write so many songs out here, and you're you're trying to find that direction. I think in a lot of ways, uh, this particular uh, time, we really looked at the uh, songs that we had that connected with people, and the song, and the reasons why people were coming to the shows, and what the fans really liked. like. Okay, why did this song really? do well versus this song which we thought was going to do well mm-hmm. and we go and we look at it okay, okay you're speaking right to the person uh, most of them are about a girl <laughs> I <ain't gonna> lie. <laughs> and, and you know you just look at that as that's one input but you know you live and you, we, we travel and we see so many different things and you know it it makes you closer to home and where you came from the things you miss and um just the way society changes everything i mean it all it all goes into it but mm-hmm. you know if you break it down to you know the songs that people love carolina just the way you close your eyes college there's definitely some some things in there that are that are common denominators and um and so we just kind of focused on that uh for a lot of these new songs we're writing and uh, we we had a purpose and that was good sometimes you just write and write and you, you may or may not get something good you know but um yeah uh, if, you, if you keep it positive and up tempo it's, it's usually it's, it's good <laughs> Yeah, well, I, and I think that's what a lot of people, you know, that's what they 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 want, especially in these times. You know, just something that makes you kind of feel good about uh, everything, because uh, there's not a lot, there's a lot out there that just won't make you feel real good. Matt Thomas, uh, Parley's with us. Uh, the album's been out now for a couple months. You can pick it up anywhere, uh, particularly at their website. Uh, brand new album for you. Uh, new uh, single uh, coming to radio beginning Monday of next week. Uh, Take my name off the album. Uh, and uh, we've got Matt here with us. Uh, what, what's the touring situation? I know you guys are picking up some dates here. It looks like they're, they're, they're kind of fairly, you know, easy in, easy out kind of dates. But I imagine in this day and age, kind of stringing together dates is, is the yeah. challenge at this point, isn't it? It has been. A, a lot of this year has been um, catch up for last year. You know, uh, things that got canceled and got moved, and we wanted to try to make good on all those shows, as well as picking up new dates. And then, you know, with COVID and everything, you know, some some venues are have their rules, and you know, some people uh, they stuff's got moved around a lot, so it's been a little wishy washy in spots, but not really that bad. But it's been, mm-hmm. you know, I can't thank the fans enough for coming out. They, we've had some amazing shows this year, um, so it's been great, and, and we continue to book, and hopefully, you know, things keep keep going like they are because we we've been having a, a, a great year on the road, and I can tell we really miss being out last year and yeah. fans, you know it, it's been great to reconnect with everybody the energy has been crazy is there uh, a design on maybe trying to um i don't want to say get through the rest of the year but you know make up as many dates as possible get as many additional dates as easy you know, as you realistically can and then try to come out on something uh you know kind of a more normal tour i guess next year is that the kind of the idea i guess yeah that's the idea i think everybody's got that in mind and um we'll see how the winter goes with enclosed uh you know arenas and and yeah big yeah. places and stuff like that but right now we're booking every show we can book and and starting to the next year um some tours we have coming up and, and so we're just uh we're just going and and uh, 
and play as many shows as we possibly can, to be yeah. honest with you. Uh, we've got Matt Parmalee with us uh, here. They're great guys. Uh, we appreciate you taking a few minutes with us, really do. Uh, how long is the set for halftime? How long do you think that'll that'll go? How many songs you plan it's, on playing? It's, uh, it's three or four songs, I think. Okay. It's, um, we we squoze it in there as best we could uh, at the last minute. So okay, um, you know we, I'm not sure the exact when they give us the exact time limit, then uh, we can time it out. Yeah, to, I got gotcha. you. How, yeah. how many songs we can put in there? So, I mean, all this stuff is just happening. So we're we're getting information uh, coming through. <laughs> <as we speak>. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's gonna be on the fly, but it's good. You know, I, I'm I'm so glad we were able to make make half a shout out to JJ McLean. Uh, Mike Warren and Zyko for coming together and getting us all yeah. uh, squared up and and uh, you know it's 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 been a it's, we've been talking about it and it just it just uh, came down to a yes on like Monday. <laughs> yeah, well, look, I think that's great, and I mean, it 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 did kind of come together. But you know, the thing I'll I'll say about the ECU folks and, and you guys as well, it's not last minute. I mean, this is going to be really well done and professional. And all oh that. yeah, yeah. But yeah. I mean, it's oh, just absolutely. you know, the, yeah. I, I think one thing we've all learned in the last year and a half, you got to be willing to to really pivot. You know, and yeah, hundred yeah. percent. I think that's that has a lot to do with everything. It's like everybody's learned on uh, performance levels of, of, you know, putting on shows entertainment. Like, you got to be able to uh, bob and weave when something's thrown at you. You have to be able to do this and be okay with it. And um, I think I think we're all getting better because yeah. of that and, and, like, taking everything with a grain of salt and not in respect, well, you know, just being, hey, we're, we're going to get together and it's going to happen. We're going to make it happen, you know. I'm about to pay you guys a big compliment, too. It also helps when you when you sing your own stuff and play your own music and you don't have any, you know, fill vocals on tape or anything. That helps. <laughs> That helps when you could do all that yourself, right? I mean, you guys could just yeah. plug and go, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, I appreciate you guys still doing that. I mean, you, you know, a lot of a lot of people yeah. in this industry don't do that anymore. I mean, it's if you find a great band like yours, be it in country, be it in rock, I mean, there's still great bands out there that still uh, that still go and they play their own stuff and they they sing uh, every note. Um, any uh, any big things? I mean, wh- I know you get as many tours tour dates in as possible. We got the new song hitting radio next week. Wh- what's kind of yeah. the next uh, you know plan for the next little bit? I know you can only plan so much, but um, what do you guys have in, in store? I think uh, we the Kelly Clarkson show is coming up for the oh fourteenth of October. I think okay to get the exact date on that. Uh, that and uh, we've been we just been rolling. So I've, I've got to look at my calendar. It's been, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I got to be honest with you. I, I have to do it a couple of days at a time. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. That the, the single coming out uh, next week is just huge. Uh, I think we're going to be doing, um, I can't, I don't even know the promos we're going to be doing for that. Right. Probably visiting a lot of radio stations. Yeah. A lot of, yeah. uh, your radio shows, things like that. So, uh, just, just a lot of touring and, and Kelly Clarkson show coming up and then we'll kind of be into the holidays for a minute. So, yeah, be getting ready for next year. Do you think you guys will try to play on New Year's Eve, or, or you know, is that that's kind of the market? And if you're playing on New Year's, oh Eve, yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. absolutely, absolutely. If, if uh, I'm not sure if it's booked yet, I have to look at it. But okay, if something right. big comes up, we'll, we'll definitely uh, we're always game for that. Yeah, I got you. Hey, it's great to talk to you. Thanks for squeezing us in. I know you you are busy, and uh, we'll get look forward to maybe catching you guys uh, out at the stadium tomorrow for a few minutes in person. But I know you're busy. If you get a chance to stop by where we are, great. If not, we'll uh, look forward to catching up with you and seeing you guys perform before the game, and especially at halftime for everybody. Yeah, man. Can't wait. Go Pirates. Let's go. Absolutely. Thanks a lot, Matt. We appreciate it. Uh, Matt Thomas, Parmalee, they'll be playing halftime. little uh, acoustic set they'll be performing for you inside of the uh, 
uh, Pirate Club section there near where we are for Fort Game Day tomorrow. That'll be before the game. And uh, we'll go to break here. A little bit of uh, the new single hitting radio next week from Parmalee uh, called Take My Name. Take my hand, let me make you mine. I'm through waiting, taking my time. Never felt like this before. Take my name and make it yours. I hope you don't think it's a little bit crazy saying this all so soon. But baby, it's the right time. Knew it from the first time that I laid eyes on you. It's okay, let them say what they want. They might think I should wait, but I don't. Don't wanna waste a minute Girl, I want you in Every single part of my world So take my hand and make you mine I'm through waiting, taking my time Never felt like this before Take my name and make it yours More of the Patrick Johnson Show is coming up We want more Like, you really like it We want more On your flagship home of Pirate Baseball 94.3 The Game and 943thegame.com. Attention seniors who are Medicare eligible and those on Medicare disability. Flatlands Jessup Insurance Group with five branches local to Eastern North Carolina wants you to know that the annual open enrollment period is October 15th until December 7th. This is the only time this year that Medicare recipients can make changes to their Advantage plans, supplement plans, or prescription drug plans for 2022. Medicare benefits don't have to be confusing. Call Flatlands Jessup Insurance Group at 252-946-8154 or come in and speak to a trusted advisor. They'll explain the options and help guide you through the process in case you want to make changes. Using an agent doesn't cost a thing and gives you the peace of mind about enrolling in the right plan. Remember, open enrollment for 2022 is only available until December 7th. Call Flatlands Jessup Insurance Group at 252-946-8154, online at flatlandsjessup.com, or visit them on Facebook. At U.S. Cellular, we can help everyone stay connected for less. And less also means more, as in more choice. Right now, you choose any phone and we make it free. Plus, get unlimited data for $30 a month with four lines. U.S. Cellular, America's locally grown wireless. Terms apply to uscellular.com for details. Now that life is returning to normal, we've found a lot of good things that came from the pandemic. One of them is not having to go to the wireless store anymore. The Cellular Warehouse team has been in the business of delivering phones to your home and office for 20 years. People found out about our free delivery service and they love the ease of getting a new phone, tablet, or hotspot. Call Toby Williams today at 252-799-7051 so you can start experiencing the joy of never going to a wireless store again. 252-799-7051. Cellular Warehouse, your local U.S. Cellular authorized agent. My part-time service in the Army National Guard makes it possible for me to be more for the community I call home. My training helps me at work when I lead by example. My service in the Army National Guard allows me to keep my community and those I care about safe from threats. Learn more about how you too can live and serve part-time close to home by visiting NationalGuard.com. Sponsored by the North Carolina Army National Guard. Aired by the North Carolina Association of Broadcasters and this station. What would you give for a child you loved to make their wish come true, to help them fight a critical illness? Just imagine what you'd do. 
You see, wishes are so powerful, and you can make them real. They can give a child back their childhood, even change the way they feel. Every single one of us can make the stars align, because when we come together, hope and joy will shine. Wishes need stars like you. Visit Make-A-Wish at Wish.org. Tweet at us. <gasps> at 943thegame. Oh, a friend. At P-Man on air. It's not like a cult, is it? Sound off and tell us what's on your mind. 943thegame and P-Man on air on Twitter. This is the Patrick Johnson Show on 943thegame and 943thegame.com. Let's turn our attention to a little bit of basketball uh, here. Excited about Pirate basketball this year. Coach Dooley uh, returning for another season, which is uh, aces in my book. He joins us now here on the uh, phone. Coach, welcome back in on the uh, PJ Show. Great to talk to you. How you doing? Doing well. What are you Now, during homecoming, and I know it's become a little, since you've returned, some more basketball guys have been kind of coming back to, to the football games and, and what have you, so that's a cool thing. Uh, but do you is it a, a time period where you got you're bringing kids in recruiting wise? Where where are you right now with basketball? It's just hard to keep up with post COVID. Well, we're allowed to essentially. You know, we, we've been out recruiting. We've had guys on campus. We'll have about four guys unofficially in for the for the Tulane game. In uh, well, like you said, speaking of former players, we'll have Kenyatta Brown will be back in tomorrow's game. He's going to come watch practice. Really good player from Paul Robertson High School in New York. And, and yeah, it'll come back tomorrow and watch practice and then go to the football game. But we'll have about four underclassmen in, uh, two really, really highly recruited uh, kids from here in state. So they'll be here to watch the football game and watch us practice tomorrow morning. Very good. How is the, uh, how is the recruiting trail? Now that you're able to kind of get back out and see kids or, or get kids on campus, uh, is it uh, kind of old hat or uh, – have things changed as far as recruiting goes? Uh, I know they've changed overall and what kids are looking for now, but but how are things now that things have gotten kind of back to normal? No, it's all had. I mean, we're, we're in a unique situation. Theoretically, we only have one scholarship, and we need to get uh, the, our, our primary concern is to replace Vance Jackson. Uh, mm-hmm. so we, we're trying to get a big, uh, you know, uh, you know, this day and age, who knows how many? You know, we're recruiting everything because of the transfer portal. Never can tell what's going to happen, but uh, theoretically, we only have one scholarship. I think our biggest concern is maybe getting a frontline guy. I think there's a lot of different ways to look at it. Do you want to try to get a high school guy and steal somebody? Because I know some schools, and I thought some coaches in our league that are going to just recruit explicitly out of the portal. Yeah, not even going to recruit high school kids. And the portal was good to us late. Uh, we obviously got two bigs out of the portal late with uh, Vance Jackson and, and Zoe Frank. So I think there's a lot of different ways to look at it around different possibilities so we'll just keep plugging away pirate basketball uh practice underway they start the season at home november 9th against south carolina state uh at home of course the conference uh, schedule was finally rounded out yesterday you've mentioned uh, coach uh, vance jackson a couple of times and when you say big i mean he's that as i understand it modern day big uh highly recruited out of southern california i mean played at uconn played at new mexico was at arkansas last year well-traveled, but he, he has a game, too, that could kind of fit in with what anybody's trying to do, particularly what the Pirates are trying to do this year. Well, I mean, he's a, he's a proven scorer. I think uh, we, we start probably lucked into the deal in the regard that you know, he had a great freshman year at UConn. They went to New Mexico and put up good numbers in New Mexico. 
transferred to Arkansas, and then you know, I happened to play the same position as an as a lottery pick uh, <laughs> that was from Wisconsin State. So I, I, he wasn't winning that battle. Uh, you know, that whole deal. But he's mature, great bodies. He's a, he's a lot taller. It was a lot weird. Because unless you've seen these guys, most of the high school, you know, the high school guys signed he had seen the previous year. But Vance, you know, you're watching on tape and you know he can play, but the, you don't know how tall guys are. Right. That, that was one of the weird things with recruiting. And uh, he's he's a lot taller than I thought. Um, great body, mature. But, I mean, I think he'll fit. He can shoot the boys. You know, theoretically, he's been a – not theoretically, historically, he's been a, you know, 40% career three-point shooter. So I think that's something, obviously, we wanted to add, and I think he adds that. One of the other, uh, if you will, newcomers from the portal, Winston Tabs uh, from Boston College, proven scorer, proven shooter in the ACC. You mentioned yesterday that he is uh, still kind of recouping, I guess, from some surgery. Yeah, he's he's in the he's on the uh, he'll be at eight weeks on Monday at Preston Lake. Uh, I, you know, I think we've got him. He he, he does he can't do any contact stuff. But he does some stuff and they're, they're moving along just like we need him to and. Uh, he can really shoot the ball, and he's you know watching his numbers in the ACC. And uh, we knew, you know, Antoine knew him from high school. I think he he'll be a a, a real good fit, uh, and and he's experienced too. He's seen it, you know, he's played games. It won't be new to him. We got uh, Pirate basketball coach Joe Dooley uh, with us. Season starts in a little over a month. Uh, practices have already started. And uh, Coach uh, and company holding uh, their first media day yesterday. We heard uh, from him and some of the players uh, here on the program. Uh, you've got uh, a pretty, I think, nice core returning. J.J. Miles brings some experience. Would like to see him maybe take the next step. Brandon Suggs. Uh, you know, it seemed like last year he could just never really get on track. Uh, Newton, same thing to a degree. Tremont Robinson-White, I thought really improved from from year one to year two. And, I, and I'm sure you're looking for more leaps and bounds and for him to kind of continue to live up to potential at the point spot? Well, I think last year it was was a health factor. You know, the first year was that horrific injury he had with the dislocated ankle. Uh, I think he, he, he felt more comfortable and confident. He obviously making the transition to Division One level was different, but then you throw in being out for three and a half months. Um, and, you know, basketball is such a timing sport. And, you know, he, he lost a little bit of his timing. And, you know, even, even the the stoppages last year, you know, guys were out, you know, you really are out 16 days. And, uh, you know, I don't know about you, and I, I said this jokingly, but, you know, you, you, you're not able to do anything for 10 days. You, you're not going to be in basketball shape. And then when you're, you, know, you don't practice for a while, timing is off. And, it, you know, it happened to a bunch of programs, including ours, which is unfortunate. But just from a timing standpoint, I think that affected Tremont a little bit. And I think it really affected Tristan. Yeah. Uh, you know, he had a pretty good start to the season. Then coming out of Christmas when he got shut down, you know, he he he, he put on some weight during and then got hurt, and that that doesn't that's a bad combination. Coach, what are those? What kind of protocols are? I mean, obviously, way different than a year ago. But what kind of protocols now are you guys operating with? I mean, there's still some things you all are, I guess, having to do as a program, right? Well, it, it, they are different, but they're not different. I mean, I think the the thing you're going to see is, we won't, I mean, you know, we had a lot of contact tracing last year, which affected us and affected a lot of people in mean, a lot of programs. If you're vaccinated, that's not going to affect you. So we've got everybody but one program vaccinated. So we're not going to get hit with contact tracing component, which hit us a lot last year. We had multiple guys shut down because they're roommates. Um, 
but the protocol is for someone testing positive is still the same. So it's a 10-day quarantine and a six-day reacclimation. So you you know, guys test positive, you're still going to lose guys for 16 days or 15 days. Uh, uh, so it's it's still a little bit, you know, you you know, you, as you go into the season, you're obviously concerned about that too. Pirate basketball coach Joe Dooley, you all want to play faster this year, coach? Yeah, we do. I think you know, I think we we've got you know, I think with Tristan Tremont and the kids Von Small, I think those guys need to push the ball. I think you know, JJ's good playing fast. I think it's helped. Uh, trying to get some easy baskets, and I think hopefully being able to stretch the floor uh, with improved shooting will really allow us to play faster also. But a hallmark has to be defending, and then, you know, we're playing defense, and then I guess closing out possessions too. Rebounding's got to be a, a big thing for this group. Yeah, I mean, that's what we got off to a good start. Defensively, our numbers, our numbers defensively last, last year were good. Uh, the rebounding, all those types of deals. Our league is, is, you know, it's a, it's a moderate paced league. Um, you know, there's, there's, there's a lot of slow play. You know, Central Florida and South Florida are among the slower paced as far as as you look at Ken Palm and Tempo. Um, you know, you, Wichita State's a moderate pace. So being able to defend and close out long possessions and rebound the ball is going to be important. Obviously, rebound the ball anytime you play Houston and, and obviously Memphis with their length, you've got to be able to create some space and go get the ball at the rim. Coach, you got some true freshmen, uh, a couple of them highly touted. Uh, just run down that group for us and who you think has the potential to be real contributors this year early on. Well, I think you'll see some of them out there. I mean, I, I, I do think that R.J. Felton, from a talent standpoint, is, uh, you know, I think he can be a really good defender, uh, athletic, you know, be good, should be good in transition, plays above the rim at about 6'4", 6'3". Uh, Marlon Weston, I think, will have a chance. Brandon Johnson, those guys are going to get some minutes up front. I mean, I think it's good that we've got three experienced guys with Vance and Rowe and Luigi up front, but I think you'll see those guys all in the mix. Uh, Tay Moser, the kid from Texas, can shoot the ball. Uh, he's obviously getting adjusted to the college game. And on the perimeter, you're, you're going to see him so I, I just think he played at a really good high school out of Compass Prep in Arizona. He's an Indiana kid. Uh, played with Ty Ty Washington, who's going to be a lottery pick, who's a freshman at the University of Kentucky, and having to practice against him every day, I think <laughs> really, really helped him. Mm-hmm. Competitive, wants to, to compete, uh, wants to make plays, and, and really wants to please, and has a really good basketball IQ for a freshman. Uh, and the kid, Leston, we, we talked about him a little bit, uh, I think, back uh, earlier in the year. Uh, he, he had... He's out of Canada. He had played in the States a little bit, but then had returned to Canada for his senior year. Do I, do I have that right? Well, he, he returned to Canada and then couldn't get back in the country gotcha. because of the gotcha. travel restrictions. Yeah. And he had a weird deal because, I mean, they, they, you know, Canada was on lockdown, as you know. And he had very limited access to everything, uh, including gyms. Uh, so he, he put on some weight, and technically he was a 20-22, but he finished, uh, he finished his classes early, and uh, I think once he gets in shape, which he's a really hard trier, uh, I think he wants to please him. You know, he he got here was a little overweight, which didn't surprise me. And then the ten day quarantine once you come to campus, uh, because he's from coming from right. Canada as an international student, uh, delayed a little bit. But he's really uh, he's brought in. He's he's you know, he's done a really good job with the, with the uh, sports medicine and with uh, our training staff as well as with the strength and conditioning. And he's just just chiseling away at him. Uh, we've got Joe Dooley here. Coach, a uh, couple more quick things for you. Th- this group, even with the newcomers through the portal, uh, it seems like they're kind of taking ownership of the program. 
your veteran guys who are taking ownership of the program and, and trying to bring these young guys along? Well, I, I think that's been the, the biggest benefit. I mean, Luigi is, is grabbing those young guys and, and those frontline guys and telling them, hey, here's you know here's a trick or here's something you need to look for. Uh, you know, JJ and Brandon Suggs have done a very good job with those guys on the perimeter, which is what you're trying to get. I mean, I I said this to Tremont yesterday. It's not this isn't what you got when you got here. This is what we're trying to do. We're trying to get it where you guys are helping and encouraging, which they have. And you know, we had a, a funny one. You know, one of the guys, one of the upperclassmen, Tristan, told one of the freshmen something yesterday. He said, "I didn't hear it. He said, I already told you that." And it was something that he should have known. And but just those are the things that you need. Those are the, the, the type of rapport and uh, guidance. That's, that's coach teams or player coach teams in regard that they coach each other and they hold each other accountable. Also, uh, Joe, last thing for you here: uh, what will you be looking to get kind of accomplished? You know, over the I guess the next few weeks as we get a little closer into um, you know countdown to the the season opener. I, you know, usually a couple of weeks out, some things start going in the direction for that. But what will the program be doing between now and you know when you start well, really I, game I planning? Well, one advantage that we've had is we've been able to do obviously stuff in the summer, and, and now you've been able to last year this time we're able to do any team stuff for the most part. We're able to do team stuff, so we've got some more stuff in. I feel like we don't we. I feel like we're ahead, way ahead of where we were a year ago, um, which is what you want to be. But I do think, obviously, trying to develop a rotation, uh, getting all your stuff in, and we've got two two scrimmages, uh, you know, one in two weeks, one in three weeks. That you know, you can sort of experiment with your lineups and experiment with your personnel and uh, check out some things. Coach, thanks for the time here. Really do appreciate it, and uh, we'll look forward to seeing you here more and more over the next few weeks. Thank you, Patrick. Have a great day. That's Joe Dooley, Pirate Basketball Coach there. A uh, really great uh, article that we've posted on our social media today. If you're not following us, we've got a brand new uh, Instagram, uh, but we also have uh, our Twitter account, at 943thegame, 943thegame. Like us on Facebook uh, there. We have uh, reposted a, a story today, a fabulous story. Uh, it's born up from tragedy, but it also just shows you what kind of uh, person Cliff Godwin is. Uh, we all know that the uh, Agnos family suffered a uh, terrible loss last month when Nico Agnos uh, died due to complications from COVID-19. Really, really wonderful story on there about how uh, Coach Godwin and the Pirate Baseball Program have uh, have stepped in and what they have done uh, to support the Agnos family during a very, very tough time. We will uh, continue on here. When we return, Todd Leip is going to be with us. He is the coach of the Aiden Grifton Chargers. He has had a heck of a time uh, as uh, his Chargers are going to be taking the field tonight against Green Central for the first time in a month. They've had COVID issues uh, and have had to work around some of that. So uh, we'll hear from uh, we'll hear from Coach Leip and wrap up the show on the other side here on this Get You to the Weekend edition of the Patrick Johnson Show. Videos, articles, and what's going on in the Pirate Nation. I thought that's what Facebook updates were for. Like and comment on 94.3 The Game's Facebook page right now. More of the Patrick Johnson Show is coming up on 94.3 The Game and 94.3thegame.com.
Pirate fans, single-game tickets are on sale now for as low as $20 for three great games to come. East Carolina will take on the Bulls of South Florida, the Temple Owls for Hall of Fame weekend, and then Thanksgiving weekend, it's nationally ranked Cincinnati. For tickets, go to ecupirates.com. You can paint this with purple. In times of fear, World Vision has been there for the most vulnerable. For the last 70 years, we've stood with kids and families during some of the world's hardest times. Through natural disasters, war, and disease, delivering life-saving aid and support, helping rebuild lives, and empowering entire communities to lift themselves out of poverty. And we're doing the same today. Because rising to these challenges is in our DNA. And with every act of courage, faith, and love, at home and abroad, we do more than just stop the spread of fear. We replace it with hope. Learn more at worldvision.org. I am a non-attorney spokesperson representing a team of lawyers who've helped people that have been injured or wronged. Have you been diagnosed with cancer? Are you one of the millions who have taken Zantac or other generic versions of this popular drug to help treat stomach issues? Then pay close attention to this message. The FDA said it detected low levels of a probable cancer-causing chemical known as NDMA in Zantac and other generic forms of this popular drug. They've banned sales and even removed it from the market. If you've been diagnosed with cancer and you've taken Zantac or a generic equivalent, call the legal helpline now. You could receive a free cash award and have your medical expenses covered. And there's no upfront cost to you. They only get paid if you win. So please call now. 800-998-9029-800-998-9029-800-998-9029. That's 800-998-9029. The Army National Guard plays a vital role in your community. We're on the front lines supporting essential personnel, first responders, law enforcement, and medical professionals, delivering food, supplies, and medicine, keeping communities safe, making a difference. During emergencies, we're always ready, always there. Learn more about part-time service in the Army National Guard at nationalguard.com. Sponsored by the North Carolina Army National Guard, aired by the North Carolina Association of Broadcasters and this station. And now... Stunning conclusion of the show. It's the P Man here on 94.3 The Game. Podcast, podcast, we got your podcast. Patrick Johnson show can be heard. On 94.3thegame.com, usually posted in the evening. Sometimes we attach it to social media. Got to crack the whip on that a little bit. But, uh, yeah, we uh, could uh, find it wherever you download your favorite podcast, I, b- I believe. Uh, but also on 94.3thegame.com, most certainly there. Also, a podcast of our Pirate Game Day Countdown. You can relive the magic of those if you missed it. Usually some great interviews. You never know what's going to happen now that we're uh, out by the stadium and Fort Game Day 2.0. Also, uh, our On the Prowl Panthers podcast with Ben, Philip, and KC. 
And uh, we bring you the Houston Huddle. That's a podcast every Tuesday, an exclusive one-on-one conversation with Coach Houston. And that's kind of an in and out. You're within 15, 20 minutes, nothing real lengthy uh, there. So uh, check out our podcast homepage of the brand new 943thegame.com. Tonight, for the first time in nearly a month, the Aiden Grifton Chargers are set to take the field. They'll be playing at Green Central. It starts a really, really tough stretch as far as making up games that were lost to COVID for the Chargers. In his second season as the coach at AG, veteran coach Todd Leip joining us here on the Patrick Johnson Show. Coach, thanks for joining us. Great to talk to you. Oh, you're welcome. It's uh, good to talk to somebody again. (laughs) (laughs) What do you know about your team? I mean, you guys have played it almost a month. We're uh, well-rested, that's one thing. Uh, most of them still know where the field house is. Okay. Uh, I think we're ready to play. We're, uh, we didn't do a whole lot with them while they were on quarantine, but um, we've been hitting hard this week, and uh, we're, we're looking forward to Friday night. It's been before Labor Day, the last time that Aiden Grifton was able to play a game. I, I don't know the nuts and bolts of it. I don't know if you want to relive, but it seems like a lot of these cancellations, too, or postponements more appropriately, Coach, were coming up, like, maybe even on the day of the game in some cases. Yeah, we had a, a kid pop uh, at pregame. I'm literally at pregame, and I get a call and uh, and find out about that. So we got to go back and tell the kids they're quarantined. And then um, that was on Friday, and then... Uh, Saturday or Sunday, we found out about another kid, and uh, and then we had to start the whole process. So we had already told them they were supposed to go get tested on a certain day, and then right. then it pushed it on back to another day, and um, and a lot, a lot of the kids chose not to get tested, and uh, so uh, we had you know there's also a protocol of how many days coming off of quarantine you got to have. Right. Yeah. Uh, before you can play, so all those factors. Then we we thought we were going to be able to play Farmville, uh, but we just they they wouldn't let us. So uh, we had to now make up two games. So uh, I got the schedule. If you want to hear it, uh, yeah, I've got it. But I, I you sound so good, uh, and, and you're on top of it. I'm going to let you present it to us. This is this is Todd Leip, the coach of Aiden Grifton, and this is the Chargers schedule for the next month. Yeah, so uh, Friday night we're at Green Central and then home Tuesday. That's going to be our homecoming uh, Tuesday night. And then that the next Friday at North Pitt. And then the next Tuesday is home versus West Craven. And then uh, Friday, October 15th, we're at Southwest Edgecombe. And then we have an open date. Uh, and we may or may not have that open date based on um, – what happens the next, you know, a few games or so, but we, we're supposed to have an open date and then play Washington on the 29th of October, which is our last home game. So um, the hope is we can get it all in. Um, it, it, it's a lot, but uh, I think the kids are, are willing and able to do it right now. Five games in 15 days and then uh, six games in uh, 29 days. Uh, so obviously – I mean, that, boy, there's, there's just the concern there, I guess, with, with numbers, and uh, nobody really gets banged up too much, I guess, right? Yeah, that's the hope. I mean, we'd always kind of been low on on numbers right now. But, um, I mean, we'll, we're going to try to do what we can do. Um, like I said, I think the kids are, are wanting to play, and, and they're ready to play. And 
And if we, you know, if some good things happen, we hold it together, I think we've got a good shot. We've got Coach Leip with us uh, on the phone, Aiden Grifton's uh, head coach. It's been a heck of a time since Coach Leip became a head coach again. The uh, COVID year, which ended up spring 21, and then uh, you've had this season, which has been uh, kind of put on hold for the last month after the Chargers played their first three games. Has there been anything that you've gone back uh, with, tinkered, or maybe going to change, or is this just you're back to basics and trying to get those drilled down? We hit the fundamentals real hard and um but I, I literally have like three or four game plan folders in front of me I, i've watched so much film um because a lot of our opponents play other opponents right we're yeah. trying to, we, we, we've got to try to catch up somehow to get ready uh we're practicing the next couple saturdays uh just to have a walk through off of friday night trying to prep us so on monday the day before the game, we can have a, a regular practice or sort of regular practice right, yeah. to try to prepare. Um, it's going to be kind of difficult to try to put in too much, but you know we, we've kind of got some things planned out. But um, we're, we're just you know hoping to get out and, and play as hard as we can for as long as we can and see what happens. That, that's that's all we can ask our kids to try to do. We we can't get too elaborate and too crazy and. Uh, but, you know, there's always a chance somebody else popping and, and, and you know, we we don't get all the games that we think or they get pushed back even more or something happens. Um, but it was like we got we got popped when uh, the numbers were really going up. Right, and now yeah. Now it looks like the numbers are kind of coming down some. So Yeah. Well, let's hope that's the case. Uh, Coach Leip has been good enough to give us a few minutes here on a game day. Aiden Grifton in Green Central tonight. Over in Snow Hill at 7 o'clock. Uh, Another season of- on Tuesday for their homecoming. That's a 6.30 uh, uh, kickoff. And then North Pitt uh, next Friday the 8th before games against uh, West Craven the following Tuesday and Southwest Edgecombe the following Friday, a two-week break, maybe to work something in, who knows, and then Washington to close the regular season on the 29th. So there's still a lot of football to be played, but especially in the case of the Chargers, there's a ton of football uh, left to be played. almost sounds like I'm reading a a basketball or baseball uh, schedule for you guys uh, when I run through that there. One thing I do think is kind of interesting, I would just like to kind of get your take on it, uh, we talked to Greg Watford the other week. He he really kind of liked it. I, I, I think it's a great situation. You've got three Pitt County schools in the same conference, uh, yourself, Farmville, and North Pitt. You've got Green Central in the league. That's uh, right down the road. Washington's not too terribly far. West Craven, not a big haul for anybody, really. Uh, you do have Southwest Edgecombe in there, but they're relatively close by. I kind of like the way this conference is laid out as far as the the travel and just the natural rivalries. Yeah, I mean, we're kind of getting back the way maybe it used to be um, back in the 80s and 90s. Um, But, you know, all all the teams to me look like they're better, uh, especially from the spring, but but definitely better off. You look at a North Pitt, um, they're they're on the upswing. You look at a Farmville, they're on the upswing. Southwest maybe didn't look great to begin the year, and now they're – they're rolling pretty good. It's going to be tough for us, uh, but um, you know we, we're just going to go out and see what we can do. But yeah, the conference is is more of a local conference than before. I remember at Rose we were going to Wilmington, <laughs> yeah, and, and, and places like that to try to find games, and uh, that's not really fun. Good opportunity for Aiden Grifton to get back going here. First time they'll be playing in about a month uh, tonight against Green Central. Their head coach is Todd Leip. 
Uh, as you uh, well, tell me about some of the kids on your team, who, who give me name some names here. Give us some kids to look out for the rest of the way. We've got a, light, a little competition at quarterback with uh, Quentin Mitchell and uh, uh, Ashton, uh, our, our sophomore quarterback, and, and so we got a little bit going on there. And we got a, we got a good mix at the running back, Ramik um, Moore, uh, Mark Dillahunt and uh, Brandon Lancaster, and a little bit more depth. We try to acquire some uh, during this, this week. We hope to play a lot of kids, um, try to keep as many as fresh as possible. Uh, we don't have a JV, so some of the younger kids are, will be up, and hopefully they'll get some playing time. Um, like I said, we we had a kid, that um, Cody Dixon, who played in the first game but hadn't been able to play since, and he was one of our best linemen coming into the year and, and we we hopefully we got him back so that might help us a little bit but um we've always been a little light on the line mm-hmm. a number of total players so uh it's, it's been tough uh to get a look sometimes uh some practices but uh this week we, we've seen them done a pretty good job so i think most of the kids are back and um uh, and trying hard so Ashton Watkins is the kid, the, mm-hmm. the sophomore quarterback. Now. Okay. He, he he's making a big push for some time, so we'll, we'll see what happens there. Would you play two, or you just really want to settle on one? Um, Quentin's a really good athlete, and he's a, he's he's shown some uh, spark. He he was our best wide receiver returning, right, so it right, might yeah. help us. Yeah. To to and he was also our starting DB, uh, starting free safety for the last two years so putting him at quarterback uh i would say he's probably a little bit better athlete but at the same time we lose the ability you don't really want to start your quarterback in the second in the back end right yeah and depend on him uh, all that much so um we'll see i i feel like uh like i said there's been some competition there and we'll make a decision uh tonight see what happens yeah hey good luck to you guys i know it's been tough and this has been uh, quite a quite a uh, a challenging you know 18 months stepping back into being a head coach of course you were very involved in, in coach cornwell's success as the defensive coach with ag but uh stepping back in as the head coach what a time to have to do that good luck tonight good luck the rest of the way and uh, we'll try to catch up with you maybe uh a little later on down the road, Coach. Yeah, check on me in, a, in, in about seven days and see what's going on. <laughs> and, and I heard what you said about Henry. You used the queen word. Queen, yeah, radio queen, yeah. Radio yeah, queen, yeah. yeah. That was awesome. Well, thank you. I Well, you know, look, <laughs> I'm a truth teller, Coach. You've known me a long time. You know, I'll, I'll tell the truth. So he's an old radio queen. So, all right, Coach, thanks a lot, man. Take care. Good to talk to you. Hi, Patrick. Thank you, man. <laughs> uh, uh, Coach Light, Todd Light, a P1 of the talk of the town. Pretty good stuff. Appreciate Coach Light listening yesterday. Aiden Grifton tonight at Green Central. The first time, I mean, literally, they played last on September 3rd. It's been about a month since they played. I just That's so hard to fathom, and uh, you just wish the best of luck uh, to those kids and hope everybody gets out of that thing okay. And best of luck to Todd Light. He's a really good guy there at Aiden Grifton. Coach Leip, as he referenced uh, once upon a time, uh, the championship defensive coordinator and also head coach at Rose High School. And uh, the Rampants are going to be playing tonight at home against Northside Jacksonville. Rose coming off a huge win against uh, previously undefeated Jacksonville. 
So they'll get Northside tonight. That'll be heard on 94.3 The Game right here at 7 o'clock with the kickoff. I believe coverage will begin around 6.50 with uh, Croft Massey and Ronald Vincent and the entire crew. D.H. Conley slated to be against Havelock tonight on the road. The Rams are 3-1. and one. You can listen to that game on 94-1 WNBU. South Central will travel to 5-1 and one Newburn tonight. Jaguars of Farmville Central make the trip to Little Washington to take on the Pam Pack. How about North Pitt? They've won four in a row, and uh, they and Southwest Edgecombe are sitting on top of their standings. They play one another uh, tonight, so that's a key matchup in that league there. Uh, congratulations to the gang at uh, JP2, uh, John Paul II, John Paul uh, Catholic II. They got a win 44-36 at Rocky Mount Academy last night. And uh, my guys over at APA, at the Parrot Academy, homecoming tonight. They are uh, playing. So uh, best of luck. Uh, I believe they got Faith Christian tonight. Got to have faith. Uh, so the Patriots uh, playing. So it's homecoming at APA, my high school alma mater, and then uh, homecoming for ECU, my uh, college alma mater. And uh, looking forward to tomorrow. Don't forget, we'll be on the air at 12 noon with our Pirate Game Day countdown, fueled by Bush Light, Terrence Copper, and myself. And you never know who's going to stop by. The Parmalee guys are going to be right near us there at the Pirate Club entrance. We'll be out at Fort Game Day 2.0 outside the Town Bank Tower. We'll have all kinds of great features, all the pageantry uh, before the game. Like I say, that's a great location, so we've had fabulous guests. It's the award-winning fastest two hours in radio into our fourth decade, often imitated, never duplicated, Pirate Game Day Countdown, the granddaddy of them all, and you'll hear it uh, tomorrow here on 94.3 The Game. Big thanks today to uh, Coach Dooley for taking a few minutes with us, Coach Life a moment ago, also Matt Thomas from Parmalee, and they'll be playing the halftime show uh, at uh, Dowdy Ficklin Stadium, halftime of ECU Tulane tomorrow. For Ben Byram and Philip the Ref Pilkington, I'm Patrick Johnson. We will catch you on Monday. Fresh edition of the Patrick Johnson Show. Another season of Rose Rampants football is back on your home for Greenville Sports and the ECU Pirates. Let's go! Win on three, one, two, three. 94.3 The Game. J.H. Rose Football is brought to you by the law firm of Hardy, Massey, and Blanche, Sam Pollard and Son, Heating and Air, First Bank, Caraway Office Solutions, Stadium Sports, and Doctors Bowman, Padgett, and Associates Dentistry. The Rampants play here on the home for Rose Rampants football. The Game. At Union Bank, we understand you live life on the go. That's why our banking options are designed to serve you wherever you are. Meet with us in person at one of our local branches, complete banking tasks on the go from the mobile app, or bank from your office with convenient remote deposit and cash management services. Whether you're managing a busy schedule or an entire business, we're right there with you with helpful tools. Call or visit us online at unionbanknc.com. At Union Bank, we're everywhere you need us to be. Union Bank, member FDIC and equal housing lender. Watch out! They got me! The galaxy is safe once again. In the pretend universe, kids play with pretend guns. In the real world, it's up to us to make sure they don't get their hands on a real gun. If you have a gun in the house, keep it locked, unloaded, and stored separately from ammunition. Safe gun storage saves lives. Learn how to make your home safer at nfamilyfire.org. That's nfamilyfire.org. Brought to you by N Family Fire, Brady, and the Ad Council.
To say that college life has changed is an understatement. And now Greenville has the top luxurious student living complex in the country. It's the Jolly Roger at the corner of Cotanch and 14th Street. From the rooftop pool to the first class fitness center, there's even a stadium viewing deck where you can watch your pirates. The Jolly Roger offers one to four bedroom pet friendly apartments with cutting edge detail finishes in each unit and private study spaces on each floor. Come see it at 1307 Cotan Street or learn more at live at jollyroger.com.